Time for our weekly visit with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in first place in the AFC South, Fred. Is that, uh, man, I wanted it to echo throughout Jacksonville, right? At least that's where it starts. Well, we haven't said that in quite some time, uh, but it feels good. I know it's only uh, week three now, but you got to celebrate your wins, right? That builds confidence, and that allows you to believe in yourself and, and what you're capable of. So it's a good start. It's a good start. I really believe they should be 2-0, but it's the NFL. The other team should be something and something. Uh, everyone believes they should win every week. But, uh, man, JP, those guys looked great on defense a week ago. The offense was steady. Again, big salute to Trevor. Uh, I, I really think that, you know, if the defense didn't play so well, he would have gotten player of the game. Uh, but he was, deservingly, uh, he was deserving of a nod simply because, in my opinion, it was his best game as a pro. But, um, you know, in the driver's seat, guys, long season, got another, uh, what do we have left? Another 15, 15. including today, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, long season still left. A couple years ago, I mean, we would only be in week two with 15 games remaining. But a uh, salute to those guys, man. Job well done. Got to get this one today. So week-to-week league, and Doug Peterson earlier this week was asked about uh, running the ball not as much last week and the way they threw it around and the short yardage stuff. He said, you do what it takes to win the game. The plan can change every week. They might run it 40 times one week if they have to, and they might throw it 40 times the next. That's just the way this offense is going to run, and that just feels a little different around here. Listen, that's just the way the NFL is now. You know, prior to 2011, when they switched up the CBA and, uh, you know, a lot of rules have followed, you know, building up to that. And now we're in a pass league. We're in a pass league. Back in the day, it was a run first league. And you can ask those questions. Why didn't we run at 25 plus? You know, and I agree with Coach Peterson. You do what it takes to win the game. You know, point blank, period, simple, uh, trending around the league. You know, I'm into fantasy football here lately, and I'm looking at these running backs, and they're six carries, seven carries, nine carries. I mean, superstar running back, the Derrick Henrys of the world. Look at what um, Jonathan Taylor left last week's game. I don't know if he had got double-digit carries. I know in the first half it was only like five carries for four yards, and that wasn't going to work for them to win their game. So their coaches said we have to abort. And give it to Mike, uh, Matt Ryan 50 times to let him try to bring us back. So whatever it takes to win the game, that's what you do. Coach Peterson is a Super Bowl uh, winning head coach. You're going to question him? I don't think so. So, um, you know, script it up. You know, study it. Script it up. Whatever it takes. To get, sometimes the course of the game changes, JP. You, you never know what you're in. You know, you see something on tape. If that doesn't work, what makes you a great coach and a great team is you're able to make those adjustments and uh, make the most of it and uh, come away with victories. Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor is with us. Let's move it ahead now to the game today against the L.A. Chargers. You know, it's a Chargers team that many picked to win the AFC West. It's a tough division, obviously, with all those teams there. Everybody upgraded, it felt like, in the offseason, at least uh, either with a pass rusher or a quarterback or some kind of skill player. Uh, but, hey, let's start at the quarterback. Justin Herbert's not 100%. He has a rib issue. 
And, you know, if you're a quarterback with a rib issue, if you're a broadcaster with a rib issue, that's not a good thing. So um, what's what's the plan against a guy like Herbert today who might be limited in the in his mobility and his pain threshold? Well, the plan for, for me, first and foremost, JP, is to tri- – I'm an old school guy, right? I mean, I played 13 years, and throughout my career, it was the – uh, San Diego Chargers and the Washington Redskins. So two out of the first three games, I got to remind myself, we got different team names. So uh, that's where it starts with me. But to answer your question, the Chargers, tall task with a very tall quarterback who has some very long and tall, I would assume he has tall ribs, which might mean they might hurt a little bit more uh, with this fracture cartilage fracture that he's dealing with I don't know I alluded to it on the post game show I had some I had a similar injury uh back in the past some years ago and uh it doesn't feel great you know it does, whether you're, you're you're twisting you're turning you know I I alluded to you know using the restroom at whatever points in time you use the restroom that it also hurts when you're on the toilet uh so I believe that if the guys get a a good shot on him which I think they will because they've been playing great defense uh, in the first two weeks. They've gotten a lot of pressure on the opposing quarterbacks. Um, but this guy is different. You know, he's taller. He gets the ball out quicker. He has pretty good receivers. Um, uh, uh, he has a nice core receivers, some running backs that are capable. And, and they don't have to just depend on him the entire game. You know, they're going to do something fancy where they're not going to allow him to hold the ball. I don't know if you'll see a lot of play action passes out of them because that requires holding the ball, letting the play develop a bit more, which gives the defensive front a little bit more time to get to him. But again, he came back in after he hurt his uh, uh, ribs against the Chiefs. He came back in and, you know, tried to close out the game for him. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. But uh, he's a tough guy. You know, we have to worry about ourselves. We have to be on point. We have to cover when it's time to cover, you know, stop the run when it's time to stop the run. And on the flip side, um, the offense is going up against a great defensive front, you know, and Bosa, Khalil Mack, you know, they had some additions on the back end with um, J.C. Jackson. Uh, Derwin James just got the big mega deal, the highest paid safety in the game. So uh, the offense has a lot on their plate too. Uh, but still, at the end of the day, it comes down to uh, executing, making the plays that are there to be made, and whatever happens is going to happen. And hopefully what happens is the Jag will be successful on the West Coast, and they come back home with all smiles on their faces. Fred Taylor with us. Yeah, I was going to ask you about uh, Bosa and Mac and those, those passes. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, Mac is a, a large human being to begin with, long arms and just a different kind of setup than Bosa, it feels like. But, Two Florida boys, right, by the right. way. That's right. Um, so how do you slow these guys down? Run the football, right? You you do want to run the football. That's the best neutral, neutralizer for some great pass rushers is to run the ball, throw them off. And their first instinct isn't just going to be, let's go get the quarterback. It's going to be, hold up, we got to stop this run. We got to brace down and stop the run. So that split second can be key and in, in, in neutralizing them or at least slowing them down. And on the other side of it, when you are in the pass game and pass mode, what you want to do, JP, uh, when you're in pass mode is uh, have the backs release chip, quick release chip 
or maybe if those guys are really a huge threat, which they can be, you know, you instead of chipping them, you could take a bigger piece out of them. And we like to call those chunks, uh, you know, like the cookies, right? You have chips and you have chunks. For the people that are slow in the back that didn't understand the terminology, uh, you can take a chunk out of them and you really slow them down. Uh, in that case, you can really take some real strong rib shots uh, and that'll help buy the quarterback sometime, which will allow the guys to get open downfield and allow for the offense a better opportunity to execute. All right, Fred, final thought. You know, there's all this talk about all this personnel in L.A. and I'll, we just mentioned a lot of the names there and – you know what though? There's there's good players on this Jaguars team too. They stepped up for sure. Well last week. I mean, it's it's a there's some confidence in this building over here too. They can go to the West Coast. They're not worried about the past record on the West Coast. None of these guys were here for a lot of those games. Go right. up against the Chargers this week, and there's there's confidence they can do that. Look, I, I think we get carried away with uh, we meaning fans. I'm a fan. You're a fan. You know, fans listening to the pregame show. Uh, we, you know, we we hear about these free agents and the moves and these superstar guys. We know with Khalil Mack, you know, what he did uh, prior to uh, going up to Chicago. And then he hadn't done a whole lot in the past couple of years. Um, we know Bosa. He's a great young talent. Uh, we know of his brother. And we, we know of all these, you know, these names. Uh, but again, there was quite some time, JP, and I know you recall this, the, the New England Patriots. They didn't care what the names were on back of their jerseys. They inserted guys, and those guys went out to play, and they became superstars in the process. No one knew who Julian Elderman was, you know, before he took off. Because Wes Welker, no, he was a good player, but he wasn't just a household superstar name. And here we have the Christian Kurtz, a guy who is an amazing playmaker. You have a James Robinson, a guy who was undrafted, uh, fighting through an Achilles injury. He's back now, and he's looking amazing. You know, we have a young running back in Travis Etienne. He's capable. You know, you have Zay Jones talking to their receivers, receivers coach last week before the start of the last game. He's like, people hadn't seen everything that Zay is capable of. And he's not even the, the, the number two, one or two guy, you know, uh, Marvin Jones, the consummate pro, just an amazing veteran, consistent vet. Uh, and that's just on the offense. And then on the defense, you have some good, you know, very good players, not big names. But all of that is it, it makes for the matchup. You know, once that clock strikes, uh, uh, when the ball is kicked off and, and it's time to go, all of that goes out the window. You know, players aren't saying, oh, I'm starstruck. This is, you know, such and such. It's going to make me play different. No. I want to give you my best. If you're considered the best, I want to give you my best. I'm going to be a name at the end of this game. And that's what it's about. Winning the game is really what it's truly about. And uh, hopefully those guys can come back home with a victory today because uh, we're going to need it. You know, we want to continue to stay in first place. You got to win the games that uh, you're, you're scheduled. And um, hopefully this will be, the, will be one of them. Fred, always uh, great to visit with you. Thanks for the insight, as always, and we'll uh, talk to you in the post game a little bit later. JP, always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you. I'll see you in a few.